Welcome to HyperCustom. My guest today, Tim Banger from my Dart file. Nice to have you here. Yeah, and good to be here. Hi. Yeah, for those of you who don't know about my Dart file, uh, you guys founded my Dart file in 2017 in Berlin as the world's first Dart configurator, as you told me. And I'm super happy to, to have one of the founders here, Tim Banger. Uh, founded together with uh, with a friend, right? A student colleague. That's correct. That's Lucas. Lucas, I founded my dad file with, but we went to school uh, together, so we have a bit of a longer past. Yeah. Nice one. It's really good for me to have someone from uh, the startup community here, and then of course sharing this uh, this passion for customization. So excited what you what you got to tell us today. Um, yeah, for those of you. Um, who don't know what that means, um, we could call Tim a Hellmate family member. And uh, yeah, Tim has stumbled over Hellmate.com a while ago and ordered a customized helmet from our very first customization business model, Hellmate. And yeah, that was the first touch point of, of the two of us. Yeah. So how does your helmet look like? Um, it still looks pretty new, actually, I would say. So I was, I'm using it every day now as I'm driving with my motorcycle to work and back. And um, yeah, it was a black one with some white stripes on the side because my motorcycle is also black with white stripes. And I also put uh, my comp company's name, my dot file, on the, on the side of it. And yeah, I'll, I like it very much and I think it's a very cool product and uh, I mean I designed it myself so yeah I can <laughs> remember and uh, of course then we immediately had to had to google for my dart file to find out what you guys are doing yeah and of course I had to order my custom dart and dartboard right away as, yeah. as you know yeah so this is still with me um, and really interesting that of course the two of us uh, into uh, yeah quite a quite a similar business customization met mm -hmm. uh, as your customers I would say. Yeah. And now I have you as my guest. So really happy. And um, the next thing would be for me that you tell us a little bit more about your business, um, where it all started and why you are into darts. Mm -hmm. That's, of course, of excitement. Tell yeah. us. Yeah, I mean, when you hear about darts, normally the first thing you think about is maybe like a bit like bigger men with some tattoos on their arms playing darts in a very smoked pub or something. Um, of course, now darts is quite a sport, like darts is a sport. And um, I think my first touch point with darts was really in the skiing holiday when we were in Austria and uh, doing some skiing and uh, it was around uh, New Year's, something like that. And uh, then we were watching darts on TV because that's the cool thing about um, about the sport that there's a world championship every year from mid of December until beginning of January. And um, so every year we have kind of a hype during this season, which uh, yeah is also one of the reasons why the winter business is our high season. And um, yeah, then we I think the first time we went to a tournament was to the Darts World Championship in London. It's the Alexandra Palace and uh, nickname Ellie Pelly. That's where you go between the years. And um, yeah, we went there and it was so many German fans there. And in the end, we ended up uh, founding our uh, own company called My Dartfall with the yeah, world's first uh, dart configurator. Yeah, nice story. So, and I guess you had a couple of drinks and a quite good time yeah. with some friends. Yes. And the business came out of it. I mean, 
uh, can it can it be even better? So really mm -hmm. cool. Um, uh, what does the custom product mean to you? Mm -hmm. What does it mean for me? I mean, in general, I would say a customized product means for me really like the personalization that you have your own touch on the product that you had the opportunity when buying the product to, um, yeah, for example, um, make up the style like I did with your helmets, for example. Um, but on the other hand, it's not just personalization. It's also a bit like about performance, for, for example, in, in our case, because an individual dart, which is suiting perfectly to your throw, to your style, um, can also push your performance. Um, so in the end, it's basically a product which is really suiting 100% to you. And um, that's what it's about for me. What are the customization options to customize the performance? Is that different, different type of elements to which you can combine or can you even do, do something else? What is it? What can be customized performance-wise? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, in darts, it's all about the weight, for example. Like there's like normally for a beginner, you start with a 22 until 24 gram dart barrel. Um, so you have a good weight in your hand. But then, like some players, for example, need 19 gram, and they also need a, a barrel which is um, which has a torpedo form instead of a cylindric form, or he needs a razor grip because you have sweaty hands all the time, and therefore you need a bit more grip on the dart barrel. And there are many, many little things and which you can combine in the end. Then also about the length of the dart, for example, and um, yeah, that's. That's just a bit of it, yeah. I mean, already mentioned it. It's really cool for me to have someone like from the starting community, startup community here and someone who shares this uh, passion for customization. So um, what makes you personally, what makes you believe in customization business and this is, that this is the future, um, mm -hmm. if we, as we say? Yeah, I believe that the customer demands, of course, also will develop by time and um, I think we're already in an age where you have so many opportunities when going shopping or you have so many shops, so many brands and um, I mean as a brand you need a unique selling proposition like a, like a thing why the customer comes to you instead of your competitors. I mean there are many shops where you can just buy classic darts but in the end there is no shop where you can like really customize them and that's our USP. and. Um, I think that's also for other brands in the future that um, because people, they want to have their own touch on the product and not just a, a basic product from somewhere else. Yeah. You're doing this for a while now. And if you look back, what was your biggest challenge so far as a young entrepreneur? And uh, yeah, tell us about these moments mm -hmm. uh, being in that roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you say, it's a roller coaster, so it's hard to, to point out one big challenge because it already started uh, when founding the company, like to set up the configurator. Like we both, we studied economics in Frankfurt and uh, Karlsruhe, so it was for us, uh, we didn't have any IT expertise. So we were yeah, trying with YouTube videos how like to start, like to code in a way. 
Uh, and then after we set it up the configurator, there were like new challenges, um, for example, like the whole online shop to build that. And then also like to get the right uh, manufacturers or the, the right partners who supply us with um, certain products. And um, I mean, this year, for example, we moved to a new warehouse where we basically customize the products and stuff. And that was a big challenge itself because in Berlin, it's quite hard to get some nice uh, warehouses. Um, you also mentioned production-wise, like getting parts from Asia, and mm -hmm. I mean, there's a, a lot, of course, um, related to production. And we had in our mm -hmm. intro, we had a little bit uh, time to talk about a more local-driven production approach. Mm -hmm. Can you comment on that? What's your point of view on producing more locally in the future? Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, the problems we have now is that, like, for example, when you get your products from Asia, it's a quite a long way to get them into your uh, door. And um, I mean, these days we have China who is basically turning off the power for uh, certain companies. Um, for example, like we have some colleagues from, from another startup who yeah can't get their products now as there is like no no possibility to manufacture them at, at, at this point. And um, I think in the long run, it could be quite like um, interesting for many brands to say, okay, um, I will produce my, my products in Germany or in Europe or wherever they are based, but not in, not in China or not in Asia or wherever. Um, I mean, it's maybe a bit more cost intensive, but on the other hand, you are more flexible. You're not as dependent maybe on politics and stuff like this. I mean, lately last year we had this big, or was it this year, where this big ship was stuck in the channel uh, in, in Africa. And uh, so there were huge logistic problems after that. And um, yeah, I think I think production in Germany or local production, as you called it, could be quite interesting in the future. And it's something uh, not new. I mean, discussing this uh, topic for years now. Yeah. I can remember um, back in the days when I worked uh, for the swoosh, I've seen that concept of a local production unit mm. uh, being built in the US. Mm -hmm. So this in-house manufacturing approach. Mm -hmm. And... Um, It was that time it was quite innovative and quite new mm. and I'm not sure if people or bigger companies big organizations if they uh, till today if, you, if they had the option or the um, capability to make it happen mm. but uh, the discussion is, is on and there are some new factors coming in now when it comes to um, the situation in general how mm. to get products um, from Asia over to Europe or yeah, to yeah. anywhere else plus the sustainability topic, which is, of course, quite quite there and um, people, companies have to tackle it. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, interesting that you also share that um, idea of that it's quite interesting. Com combined with a customization um, approach, it could be maybe the solution for many companies. I mean, to add something to that point as well, is especially if maybe for companies like ours who are from Germany, and I mean, there is still a meaning after, like for the term made in Germany, like it's quite popular still uh, everywhere where you go, because everybody knows we build good machines or good cars or whatever. So made in Germany is kind of, kind of a label. Um, so especially maybe for companies who are based in Germany, maybe should, should think about that. 
Um, the next question, next topic I have is the future of my Dart file. And mm -hmm. yeah, if you think about the next things to come, maybe also technology-wise, um, you also mentioned some challenges with setting up the configurator. So is that a field uh, where you're also looking into the next things to come and how to further develop your experience? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're just an, we're still at the beginning of our journey. I mean, we start with a really crappy configurator at the beginning, to, and now we got a second and a third version, which is way more um, user friendly and, uh, yeah, much faster as well. But of course, there's still a lot of potential there. I mean, we were talking about before the podcast about a three D modulation and stuff like this to make it even more. Um, touchable for the for the customer when he when he looks at his darts online and he can turn around the dart and see ah okay here I can put my fingers on so that will be for sure an option for us or something to look forward to. Um, on the other hand, of course, we're looking on other product fields like I mean we just launched a dartboard configurator where you basically can design your own dartboard. And um, we did the same with the dart flights, the dart flight designer as well. And yeah, let's see where the future will go. But um, I mean, there are many items or many products you can customize also in darts. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what the future will bring uh, for you guys. But it looks bright and uh, I think fully on point when it comes to e-commerce in general, how things develop. And I mean, the future of e-commerce is custom. Is that correct? Would you share that perspective with me? For sure, for sure. Good, so I think we're on a good way. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for sharing and thanks for committing to it. Um, there's one legendary last question at Hyper Custom, mm -hmm. and I don't need to explain it further, but Tim, what's your MPP? <laughs> My most uh, personalized product. Um, Yeah, actually, of course, my darts, they, they are quite uh, customized, but I also have like, a, was more as a gag, uh, like I, I was never into like um, sneakers that much. I like to design them, but never ordered them. Same with cars, of course, I used all the configurators, which are online. I also did it with controllers for PlayStation and stuff, but never ordered. Um, but I got a, a gift last year, which was an <laughs> ultimate FIFA card with my face on it, basically, where you could see my pace and my, my whatever. And uh, this one is hanging in the office as well, yeah. So I would say this is my MPP. Nice one, nice one. And quite uh, unique. So Yeah, for sure. Mostly uh, we're talking like physical products to wear, to use, and yeah. uh, never heard about this, uh, this card. So nice one. Yeah. So your plan for 2021? For 2021, I mean, we're all, like now we're basically getting ready for high season, which is starting in around mid of November or at least at uh, Black Friday. And then the Dart World Championship will start. And uh, yeah, there will be many products coming in in the next uh, in the next weeks. So our warehouse normally is, is, is on full stock uh, in around beginning of December. And then, of course, also Christmas business. And then January is most of the time the most uh, or the biggest month for us. And then 2022, we will see um, where to optimize and how to scale our business even further. 
and your yearly business trip to to the UK is that still on between years or yeah I would like to make it of a big of a tradition thing within our company unfortunately um, we didn't get the time before like I mean last year there were no fans at all anyways but um, yeah in, in this in this time it's almost impossible for me to travel to UK for just a few days because yeah at, in the office there is much help needed um, but yeah I will probably go to some events next year in spring with the Premier League in Berlin for example we can also go then and that's a nice one then that's the flip side for a young entrepreneur <laughs> time time is limited but yes. uh, nevertheless Really happy that I had you here today, that you shared some insights from yeah, your customization business and that there are many things which uh, I guess we both can commit to. So we'll see what the future will bring yeah. for, for both of us. So thanks so much and thanks for being with us. Thank, at you. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you very much.